This is an Algoa FM news exclusive. This is Journey to Justice, episode 15, with myself, Doreen Loebscher. It's been three weeks since my last episode, so let me quickly put you in the picture as to where we are currently in this case. As things stand, we are still waiting for accused number two Dylan Cullis to take a plea deal with the state, as explained in detail in my previous episode. My questions to the state prosecutor as to why there is such a delay with this process has gone unanswered now for weeks, and therefore I cannot help to assume that there could be a possible problem. We are just a week away of the next court appearance where all the accused will be together for a trial date to be set so that the matter can finally move to the High Court in Kobecha. And it was expected that by that time, Colours would already have taken a plea deal and be moved from the main trial, but now it seems unclear. This brings me to the focus of today's episode, which is about Arnold's adult daughter, Natalie Nell, and her husband, Ruan. Now, when Arnold was released on bail, we released a video of him walking out of court with his daughter just moments after paying a million rand bail in cash. Dozens of people commented on the video thinking it was his new mistress. No man. It was his 34-year-old daughter, Natalie, and as I understand, she is his daughter from his first marriage. Now with the ex-girlfriend out of the picture, Natalie has been the one constant in Arnold's life and has since the 15th of February 2022 been the sole director of his company, Proac Engineering. Arnold does have two brothers and a sister, but it seems to be Natalie who's been offering support and assistance to her father. But can you blame her? First of all, she is his daughter and must obviously love him tremendously. And this entire case cannot be a pleasant experience for her or her own family. She's married with two children of her own. And I'm sure she's aware by now that there's a lot of attention on this case. And if this trial starts, it will be front page news every single day. So having her photograph taken and her name mentioned is unfortunately now part of the package. I remember at one of Arnold's first court appearances, this was shortly after his arrest, there were a lot of people in court, both Crystal Wiggle and her sister, Leach's parents, Dylan Cullis's father, as well as Natalie's husband, Ron, who, by the way, looks so much like Reinhard Leach. I mean, they literally could have been brothers. Uh, it is totally weird. You can go check out photographs of the two. Now, I was outside the magistrate's court waiting to snap a picture of Crystal and her sister leaving court when Ruan, who can be seen in the background of my photo, came to us journos to ask us who we were and why we were taking photographs. Well, I told him we were journalists doing our jobs. Now, having covered high-profile murder cases before, I can tell you that the media frenzy can be a bit hectic, so I do feel sorry for them being dragged into this. Now, Natalie's name first popped up during the first bail application when custody of Arnold and Vicky's minor child was at the forefront. And it was Arnold who said that Natalie was not the first choice for his son to go to because he had special needs as a kid with ADHD and that Natalie did not understand him and could not discipline him accordingly. I was later told by more than one source that Natalie had an intense dislike towards Vicky and therefore did not care about her younger half-brother, 
at all. Vicky and Natty never got along. Never, ever. Vicky, you really like. Oh, there were so many sparks between the two. Natalie just never liked Vicky. So the obvious on many occasions with these art functions or family gatherings, Vicky would not go. And Natalie's demeanor with because I remember during the, the, the first bail hearing, she was um. one of the options for to go to. Arnold said that Natalie can't discipline him and doesn't understand him. Yeah, well, I, I know for a fact that um, Vicky told me that Natalie doesn't like When Crystal and Arnold broke up, it was Natalie who took custody of the boy and she soon placed him at the school's hostel. But of course, he's now back with his father, who's out on bail. Now, when the news broke about Arnold's alleged conspiracy to have his co-accused murdered, the state placed specific focus on payments made to Pindile Zweni, amounting to half a million rand. You can catch up on this in episode 7 of this podcast series entitled The Friendship. The state is in possession of a handwritten note that was forwarded to Zweni, giving him a breakdown of dates and payments and what it was allegedly for. Now, the lead investigating officer, Connor Swanepoel, in his affidavit said, as soon as he can find out who had written this note, more arrests would be made. Because clearly, Arnold did not have access to his online banking in prison. So who then paid all this money? It was Natalie, of course. And after the threat of imminent arrest, Natalie furnished the state with a sworn affidavit where she confirmed that the note was not written by her. She did, however, admit that she was the one paying the money as her father instructed her to do so. And as explained in episode 7, she made several payments from Arnold's personal bank account and one large amount of 75,000 Rand from Proac Engineering's business account. She insists in her affidavit that she made the payments at her father's instructions and never questioned what it was for. Now, Natalie's husband, Ruan Nell, also furnished the state with an affidavit to clarify, in his words, what his interactions were with Pindile Zweni. Ruan says Zweni first messaged him on the 3rd of February 2022 and informed him that he was investigating Arnold's case as he was satisfied that Arnold was innocent and would therefore be granted bail. A week later, Zweni informed him that he was going to meet with Arnold, Leach and Cullis and requested Ruan to get a deposit ready for a private detective so that they could start with the investigation. Ruan says he was requested to meet Zweni at the Celtics in Greenbushes where he asked for 20,000 Rand deposits. He said he told Zweni that he did not have the authority to pay any money and if he was in touch with Arnold on a daily basis, why did he then not ask Arnold directly? It's interesting to me that payments to Zweni only started two months after this meeting in April with the first payment of 30,000 Rand being made. So yes, I reckon both Ron and Natalie will be witnesses for the defence. Now speaking of witnesses, we know that Arnold was furnished with a list of state witnesses when he got bail and there are 42 names on this list that has not been seen by me. I can, however, speculate as to who could be on that list, including Crystal Wiggle, her sister Charissa, Pindile Zweni, Leonie Jordan, Arnold's domestic worker, and possibly even Leach's parents, and then the obvious witnesses from the state, including police and forensics. Now, to wrap up this episode, I I wanted to thank the thousands of people who have already joined in this journey to justice. Again, 
This is a journey for me, not just as a journalist, but also as a woman. All I've ever wanted to achieve from this podcast was to inform you, stick to the facts and bring you Vicky's story. So I'm happy to tell you that Vicky's story is now going national after a TV producer in Johannesburg started listening to Journey to Justice. The production team of an Afrikaans channel on DSTV made contact with me and expressed interest in telling Vicky's story with my help, of course. I was booked on a flight to Johannesburg for a two-hour TV interview and uh, the program or the documentary will air soon on VIA Channel 147 on DSTV. So in closing, if you would like to speak to me on or off the record, give me any tip-offs about this case, or if you want to comment on any of the 15 episodes, I now have a dedicated email address where you can reach me. It is journeytojustice at algofm.coza. That's journey, the number two, justice at algofm.co.za. So now we're waiting for a trial date to be set. So if we don't have any new episodes, it's because we are literally waiting for the trial to get underway. That's the journey to justice. It is unfortunately a very long time. So until the next episode, thank you. That, that was an Algoa FM news exclusive.